0: The Sims and go Podcast. Here's your host, Adam Leftco and
1: Chris Sims. After so many weeks and months of listening to the Sims and Lefko podcast, you can now watch the Sims and Lefko podcast, laterreport.com All over give me up here. They didn't want us to do that. They thought this was stupid, that we were just going to be talking and we were going to be dumb, and now we've got our names on a wall.
2: Can they see? Can you zoom in on in the sweat on his forehead it's piling already? Piling on. Um, this podcast has been going for 30 seconds. He's sweating already. Here's the troubling thing: that guy in a little hoodie. <laughs> it's a
1: tight hoodie. <laughs> I uh, I can't hide it anymore. Right. The old podcast, I could just sit there and no one knew.
2: Right. And we you don't didn't know our, what I was drinking. We don't need to hold our mics here anymore.
1: I feel like we've come up in the world. We
2: got the Wizard of Fenderick over the wh- there. Where? Don't look behind the curtain. Josh Fendrick
1: is no longer sitting in my, my sitting dark corner table. over here. This <laughs> yeah. is great. I love my new digs. I, I like it too. I got a big you, desk. You yes. look like you're sending out like a warning video. Like if you mess with us,
2: the Sims and Left Go podcast that's, will take that's away. That's what here. I look like. That was your take. Yeah, I think you look like Mother Hen. Thank you. Mother yeah. hen. What, do you, think, what, what do you think of his new glasses? Yeah, his new glasses are Mother Hen ish. <laughs> what are. I was going for? Yeah, he went from a 23 year old man to a 25 year old. That's G- great. Two yeah. years with the glasses is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's mature. <laughs> right. He's really growing up, Sims. <laughs> You're all grown
1: up. We are we are super excited, and of course, it's funny for the Sims and Left Go podcast. We have a big big show to get to. Just when we think we had everything covered. Outside the Lines release support about... More Deflategate! Spygate, More Deflategate. Spygate! So here's a look at what we got coming up in the show. Obviously, we're going to talk about Spygate, Deflategate, and these new reports. Special guest in our first video one. The odd combination of New York Jet Center, Nick Mangold, and of course, Larry the Cable Guy. I can't wait. Because I'm sure those two hang out all Similar the time. Similar body types. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course... On the down low with Steven Nelson, we finally get to match up that beautiful voice with his wonderful, wonderful appearance. Because right. I still don't know how that voice comes from that little man.
2: I agree. It's It still weirds me out. Yes. Um, but Can you th- sit in your seat, please, He's Motherhead? He's
1: taking pictures and stuff. It's a very big moment. Motherhead is very excited. Uh, I want to go over all the news that came out today with the flight gate. I want your take. Because the thing that I it, One, I forgot a lot of the spygate stuff. Sure. Two... I don't know which of this stuff I'm supposed to be like shocked by. Right. I don't know what shocks players and stuff. So here's the details. Right. Outside the line, ESPN reporting that, in essence, I'll break it down, Spygate and the way that was handled, influenced gate. Yes. So that was the report. They were saying that four days after the information to Spygate come out, Roger Goodell levies the punishment. Um, and that, that's why this one took so much longer Right. because there it was four days. He had the tapes destroyed. He had all these papers shredded. This is, of course, according to the report- Well,
2: whatever takes four days with NFL investigations, yes. that's the first crazy thing about the whole thing. They, you, they can't do anything in four days. Now they, they got Spygate and all that information and figured that out, but and, sorry, and, that, and But no,
1: t- to that point right. that they were saying- that Gate was a makeup for SpyGate. That sure. I'm going to get it right this time, right? Because of really, it sounded like all the owners were really upset. Yes, stood up there and said, you, "You're giving the Patriots special treatment." Right. The five main facts that I came away with, to because look, it's a long article. I mean, you were scrolling through. I was going, shocked.
2: I told that, I said, yeah, I'm halfway done. And then I looked at the rest of the article and I was like, wow, I'm not even close to halfway and he's done. he's
1: not good at reading.
2: No, me no read, read so well.
1: You've read how many books in your life? One. One book, yes. And it was about what? Bam. JFK. Yeah. Yeah, and the assassination. Yeah, it was a conspiracy book. Right. No, it was a factual book. Mm. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the issue about the flight and spygate. What's yes. conspiracy? One, I was shocked that, you know, they had all these tapes destroyed, everything shredded. Right. Two, Goodell came out and said... Oh, you know, I believe that there were six tapes, and he never asked Bill Belichick how many games he taped. Right. This report's saying that a- at least 40 games were taped. Belichick, in the report, says he misinterpreted the rule. Sure. I think you can say Bill Belichick is not going to misinterpret anything. He's going to know the rule.
2: Right. And And then then if he can find a way that it doesn't – it's not accurately portrayed, uh, I think that would be a more fair statement. I don't think he misinterprets it, but if they don't describe it very clearly, Bill Belichick is an extremely smart human being. One of the smartest, if not the smartest in the NFL. He would be one of the top guys on Wall Street. The last two things. One, they talked about the
1: walkthroughs at the Super Bowl – And then they talked about Mike Martz. They talked to Mike Martz and said, yeah, Roger Goodell came to me and wanted me to say a statement that, you know, I thought the punishment was good enough so that Congress wouldn't get involved. But then when they showed Martz the statement, they said, I didn't didn't say some of these Mm -hmm. things. That was really shocking to me. And the last one was that Mara actually influenced Kraft to just take the punishment. That Mara has influence over Kraft who we thought was... In influenceable right. uh, first off you you read all this right What was your first takeaway as someone who is very critical of
2: these Well things? I don't think I was shocked by a lot of what I read. I think a lot of I think what the big thing is when you just look at the article itself maybe there were some more people to uh, at least stand by some of the evidence you've heard mm-hmm. or been rumored. Uh, They certainly had more witnesses. You know, little things like, oh, was I really concerned about them having signals as far as, oh, they've written signals, drawn signals. Uh, That's part of the NFL. That goes on everywhere. Um, I I don't know. I don't think I was anything that I was too shocked by other than the fact that, yes, of course this had something to do with the Deflategate. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot like – You think it was connected, to and gate Well, and certainly, gate. yeah. Well, I think, there, I, I think that Roger Goodell and the owners, uh, certainly that was part of the conversation, uh, whether Roger was calling owners, figuring out how he should handle the Brady suspension, things like that. I definitely think that was brought up gotcha. and, and definitely thought about. The interesting thing, I think, is the NFL Goodell, he made these decisions really to protect – the NFL itself, right? At least with Spygate. Sure. That's what it shows to me. Yes. He didn't want to, hey, this is one of Let's our premier franchises. Yes. Let's just get it away with, shove it under somewhere, and yeah. not talk about it anymore. Uh, I think there's a lot of similarities there with the Gate. And I think I've said that to you and Mother Hen before. There's a lot of talk out there that the NFL has a lot more evidence on Tom Brady mm. and the New England Patriots in this situation. You, re-
1: you read this, and one of the first things you said is, is there any chance the NFL did this themselves,
2: leaked this out? You really think there's something to that? Uh, I, I, I'm not so sure. I, I just thought, I just thought. Hey, listen, I don't know if that's true sure, or not. Sure. This doesn't look good on the oh. NFL, so I doubt they let this one out. Now, we've seen some other stories leaked out here the last – Few days yes. since since the Eight ruling with Judge Berman, uh, but uh, no, I, I think this is no, this is a total ESPN thing.
1: One, uh, they make this character of Ernie Adams he so is a interesting. I mean, they talk about him as this dark Sith Lord right. behind Belichick, controlling everything <laughs> behind the scenes, knowing things. no one knew. He's got a job title that no one else in the NFL has, right. and you actually know Ernie Adams, Yes. and I'd like you to explain, who is this guy? Well,
2: I mean, first thing, Ernie Adams, he, think of Teddy Roosevelt, and that's what I think of. They look the same. They're like, they, you know, the mustache with some bushy hair glasses. and tiny glasses, okay. right. Ernie Adams— he was my dad's quarterback coach, 1979. Wow. Right, so he was on that staff. But Ernie Adams, long story short, extremely smart man, went, grew up with Belichick, went to school with him, made a ton of money on Wall Street. I think that was in the article. It was. Uh, so he doesn't need football to make money. But Ernie literally sits in a room, and yeah, nobody knows exactly what Ernie's doing. <laughs> uh, one thing you know if you're just there around New England... First of all, Bill, he doesn't necessarily have a lot of heart-to-heart conversations with anybody in that building, especially the uh, front front office or the other coaches. But Ernie Adams is certainly a guy that you will see a lot of one-on-one conversations go on on the practice field. And maybe Josh McDaniels. Those are the two guys I would say Bill talks to the most. But. Uh, Nobody knows what Ernie does. Now, you know, you worked at the Patriots organization, so what was he doing when you were there? He was in a room with a TV in front of him, and then he had another small TV on his desk, and he had piles of paper everywhere. He was like a mad scientist that had stored stuff away. And uh, Ernie, of course, yes, we don't know exactly what he's doing. He's doing whatever Bill told him to do for the week, uh, or maybe he's two weeks in advance as far as just getting prepared. Does he have a bill. nickname or
1: anything like that? Uh,
2: no, Ernie does not have it. He's just a nickname. Ernie. He's just Ernie. That's what he is. And Ernie, I think the cool thing about Ernie, you know, you would go in there, and you know me, I'm kind of brash, and yeah. I was certainly brash for the New England building. They were probably like, "Who is this crazy New Jersey kid in here <laughs> talking like this?" But I would go into Ernie, and you know, Ernie is the type of guy you'd walk in there, and he'd turn his TV off, and he might close his notebook. Really? Yes, he wasn't going to let anybody know what he was doing, or. Uh, whatever project he was working on with Bill. Uh, But he is a mad scientist. He's extremely smart, just like Bill. He just probably loves being around the game. I think he
1: probably wasn't around it he wasn't
2: playing or anything right, like that. Right, right. Well, and he's just, I think he's got an analytical. You do approach. realize
1: how weird this sounds and how much it lends into this investigation sure. of
2: these secret tasks that Bill Belichick is doing. Listen, I don't, him. yeah, I don't know. I understand how weird it sounds. Yeah. Uh, but I also will say Bill Belichick is smart enough to uh, also hire somebody that's doing special projects, uh, whether they're legal or illegal. Hey, listen, I, I don't know all that. That's certainly Spygate is a fishy yes. subject altogether. Yeah. Uh, but, I do think he's doing some legal things back there as well as far as helping the Patriots.
1: One of my other questions for you when it comes to this stuff um, is whether it is fishy. Is it common... For a team, because it alleges that there was Patriots officials at the Rams walk through before the Super Bowl. Yes, is that common? Uh, that for a, for another team to be at a walk through? No, definitely not. They're saying that they didn't record it, but they were there. That's not no. so. The walk through. I always thought the walk through was like no. the day of the game. No, the walk through would be the day before the game,
2: and really, that's when you're really teams going over would place. be very paranoid, and usually would have security walking around to make sure nobody is actually watching practice, even if it's a guy with a broom cleaning the stadium. Really, they're gonna go. You know what? He who knows. I think, like, can you just get out so of here? So everyone's paranoid They're like very that. paranoid. And then the, the second NFL. one was right. they talked about going into the locker room during
1: warm-ups, taking playbooks, taking the first scripted 15, 20 plays, and then if like, you're going into hotel you're to leave rooms. their
2: stuff and their trash, then th- that's good for them for going in so there. Did but you that guys, guys in the NFL, like, would you take your trash? How did that work? We, w- we really would. A lot of times, whether even when the visiting hotel... Uh, we're in the visiting hotel or in the locker room. First of all, your playbook was not going in the garbage. It was going in a bin that was going to be on the plane ride back with you. So that wasn't going to be left around to where anybody was going to be able to, you know, get that out of the garbage. Right. Uh, stuff maybe notes in the the meetings the night before at the hotel. Uh, most teams I was with uh, had, would maybe have a trash that this was like our trash. They were going to dispose of this, wow. maybe take this on the plane ride home as well. Because yeah. You don't know. Uh, some of these NFL organizations are crazy, and they do have, uh, you know, spies or not. I don't want to say spies. Wow. So this
1: wasn't just facing the Patriots. No, this is everywhere you guys went. It was doubt. take your stuff, leave. Don't leave any traces of yes, anything. Yes, there is. Definitely what do you think that. about going in though? Like what? What is your notion about going in and stealing a playbook or something like that? Is someone who really cares about cheating and stuff? I mean, is that within that's crossing the, rules? the line to that's me? If you're line?
2: going into and especially if we're talking about like the other teams in pregame warmups and you're sending someone in there while they know the lake, the locker room's vacant, which I don't even know how that would be possible. One, so let's just start there because sure. this people is what the are guarding is a locker room. There's guard. There's it's not like it's not like uh, we walk da-da, out in the field. Da-da. Yeah, it's not like you walk <laughs> out in the field and there's like oh, there. Go ahead, guys. Whoever wants to walk in, you know, and and take Chris Sims, you know. $300 of cash. No, there's yeah, not, yeah, no, yeah. nobody can just walk in there. So that's kind of hard you, for me to you've believe. You've told
1: me before that there are teams in the NFL that are afraid that the Patriots are bugging their locker rooms.
2: Yeah, there definitely is. And I think you've heard that throughout uh, this like process. Like John Harbaugh's. Yeah, Baltimore, I, we've, we have heard throughout this. I mean, you've heard the conversations about the Colts and Ton- Tony Dungy with – Peyton Manning going out in the hallway having conversations. Hey, I understand that. So this is like espionage. The Patriots had that stigma, so no one's going to take that to chance. But I would also say uh, there's a number of locker rooms visiting teams would go into and go, you know, let's go out here in this little private room and have this discussion out here. Yeah. You going to do anything in this podcast, or are you just going to sit there and... With your mic. I'm just going to sit here, drink from my water, and listen. Okay. i got nothing to say at the you're moment. You're drinking water? Okay, good. Yeah. What do you think He's it was? He needs
1: to hydrate. Yeah,
2: right. He's got a lot I'm of working stuff. Hard, I'm working hard over here. top athlete over there. <laughs> um, and my last
1: one of Spygate and Deflategate and all this stuff, just because it's such a big story. And I'm hoping that this puts this to rest. I'm going to do my take really quick on yeah, this. Yeah, cool. I said before that Tom Brady... By doing this is actually hurting his legacy, because what is he trying to save? But I've actually realized is by dragging this on so long, the public has a certain amount of patience for Mm -hmm. these things. And then once it goes too far, they want to talk about different things. They want to talk about the season, they want to talk about the game, and instead of it tarnishing his legacy, I was wrong. It has turned all the attention back to going, why are you putting us through this? Why are you making us listen to all this? And I think it has. I mean, we talked about it when Brady won the appeal. He's a hero in some players' mind. And just when I also thought that Goodell was going to be the one facing the rash of this, in this report, it quotes multiple owners that say, finally, if this were Congress, he'd be the majority leader. This has almost emboldened Goodell to where I feel like Goodell and Brady have both benefited from this. Do you think that's possible? Uh, I don't think it's possible,
2: no. I mean, I I think Brady has only really benefited with the the New England Patriot fans. I mean, Brady cheated. There's no other way around it. They can, you know, that... Judge Berman's ruling had nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, but when you see signs but that say free Brady. There are only New England fans holding them up. I haven't seen anybody else in the country doing any of that. Nobody. None of the other yeah, owners. Yeah, but I think they don't want to hear it on national well, radio anymore. I understand they're sick of it, hearing it, and yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I do think there's part of that, and – uh, like you said, I do think there's a lot of people out Leave there. Leave Tom alone. There's a lot of people out there that are pumped that Brady whooped Goodell. In yeah, the quarter. a lot of players. And that court, certainly. But I, I think those same players, even some guys I talked to this weekend around the NFL. Yeah, still think of, he's a cheater. They all go, well, he still cheated. But yeah. it's cool that he kind of stood up to the NFL and beat Roger Goodell. Yeah, it is That's weird. awesome. And the other thing, too, out there. You know, why have the ball boys been not fired? I mean, they, they, just, they damaged the They were the, the New ones New that were Patriots, blamed. But why have they not been fired? I don't understand. Because oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they obviously took the balls into their own hands and decided to take air out of them all by themselves. Nobody pause, told them. Pause. It was just them. I think, um, uh, I'm which drags. drives me crazy, why has nobody brought that up? You know what I mean? I got no idea. You know, uh, there well, are a why, we have suspension. On the why are they not fired right away? Fired. Right. You you broke NFL laws. You I don't understand it. So, that again, so that situation gets – that even makes Brady and New England look a little guilty in this instance. And I'll say would well, just they look guilty sense, a million different ways. They do. But uh, this is one instance I'm not going to blame Bill Belichick or Josh McDaniels or anybody in that organization. The gate. No, they have nothing to do with the flight gate. That is Tom Brady and the two ball boys who are unfortunately uh, not able to work because – Tom doesn't want to man up. I am going to issue a Sims and Lefko podcast
1: decree. Decree? This is a rule going forward. I feel, first of all, I'm proud of us. We haven't cursed yet. And yeah. we're going to stick to the did you one even, curse. Did
3: you tell people the cursing rule? Yeah, we have one curse per episode. Yeah, the cur- the cursing I think rule we really need to follow the rule. We got a little right. loose
1: and lenient the last few weeks. I was cursing a lot. You cursed yeah, like on seven camera, times. I think one curse, per one, episode one curse episode. will do. One curse. Um, and we're going to make sure that Larry the Cable Guy uses his one curse. But my decree is this the next time there is a scandal, right. we will not use gate. We will not use deflate gate. We will not use spy gate. There are other ways to describe things without putting them towards water gate, which I don't know how that happened. And we've had this discussion before. (laughs) I just think it's super lazy. But everyone just starts calling that. We are going to be a non-gate podcast. Sims and Lethko podcast gate. Number one commandment gate. (laughs) Yeah, the season gate, the game gate. (laughs) Uh, another thing that seems to not be ending right now, smooth transition, Right. Cam Chancellor's holdout. And I think this is big because one, he's the best at his position in the entire NFL. Yes. He's on a team that's been to back-to-back Super Bowls. Right. And we are now closing in the NFL season Yeah. and neither side looks like they're going to budge no. at all. Uh, a quote from an ESPN article from a player saying, I don't think we're going to have him at all this season. What do you think of what Cam Chancellor is still doing? Right. I
2: love it. Do it. If you got the power to do it and you have the money at this time, yes, sit out as long as you can. Are there – Certain pay- players are- – He's Cam Chancer. He's, he plays the most – really, he's vital to their defense. And he
1: plays a car crash and position. And he plays a car
2: crash position. Exactly right. And listen, you know, yes, he did sign the contract, and we have talked about it a lot. Yeah. I think if – if uh, I was shocked when he signed it. Him and Michael Bennett are two contracts, and now they're disgruntled. That yes. i go, man, that was a lot less than I would have expected him to sign for it. Yes. But the big thing is, uh, hey – there's, these owners, they're billionaires. Let's not forget that fans out there. And yes, if Cam Chancellor didn't play well the past few years, they would have been trying to cut him or ask him to redo sure. his salary. So I'm would not you, mad at him. If you were Cam Chancellor, and would you be able to have the confidence
1: to do this? And uh, because it's to me, it's almost like the referees from a few years ago. Right. That happened because we saw something happen on the field. The In hardest theory, thing. In theory, go Deion Bailey can play for Cam Chancellor.
2: Yeah. yeah Sure. In theory, they can. But that they're past teams used Chancer. to get lit up. Exactly. Well, like. and he's an extra on. Linebacker in there. He's such a rare physical. Uh, you know, he, he's two, you know six one, six two. He's two hundred and thirty. So pounds. what if the
1: Seahawks defense shuts down the first three teams of the year? Is sure. Cam
2: sitting back there going? <sighs> no, I, I think Cam Chancellor. The biggest thing as a as a professional, and I think a guy like Cam Chancellor, when you hear everybody out there talk about him, as far as he's the locker room leader, he's he's truly, the big brother. He's they a, say yeah, he's truly invested in the game of football emotionally. The way he approaches a day in and day out, I think from a lifestyle. Uh, that's what's going to start to wear on him is the fact that he's just not out there. Man, I'm missing playing. I'm not with my, my friends, my homies, yeah. and we're playing some ball together yeah. on Sunday. You're going to miss that. You live for Sunday. That will be the hardest thing for him. Him sitting out and losing the money yeah. and whatever else, That's you know, listen, that hurts. That's not the end-all, be-all. What's going to kill him is, yes, watching the opening game, so watching the So who's handling emotion. it better?
1: Bennett who is performing right. but is disgruntled right. and has been open about it, right. or Cam Chancellor, who's open, disgruntled, and is sitting out. What, what's, what advice would you give to young guys that might get into the situation one day?
2: Yeah, well, I, I think you've got to ha- handle... it's Every situation's a little different, and I think Cam Chancellor is a guy that... He has a leverage a little more, excuse me, than maybe a Michael Bennett in the situation. That yeah, gross. that was a burp. Um, that was
1: gross. Well, welcome to the podcast. Do you think Cam Chancellor sits out the entire season? No, I don't. i, I
2: got to think that at some point... Yeah, who See, who, who budgets Seattle's first? Seattle's got to find a way. I, I, first of all, I think Seattle's going to drop off a little bit. I still think they win the NFC West, but only because I think the NFC West, none of them are that great. A lot of
1: questions for the Niners, a lot of questions offensively for the Rams. Right, you can go Arizona. through it. They all so got so questions. questions.
2: They all got quarterback offensive questions, really. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, I think they win that division, but I do not think it's going to be the same dominant Seattle uh, and I do think Seattle's going to find a way to maybe scrounge up some money. Yes. Hey, find a way like you did with Marshawn Lynch last year. Give him an extra million, $2 million for the year. Yes. So then you can get him on the field, and then you can figure out the situation after the year's over. All right,
1: now to maybe my favorite and most confusing situation of the offseason, JPP. Blast off his figure for the July 4th fireworks. Oh, baby. And speaking of fireworks, <laughs> when a man this beautiful walks in with no sleeves, wow. you need to stop. I get, get over here right now. Larry, no, you know what, Larry, I'm putting you over there. All right. And I want Nick Mangold on my side. Well, nice you. Oh, right. Welcome right. to the
4: podcast, brother. A lot of eye candy
1: up here. Oh, pie. man, <laughs> nice to meet you. How How's it up, going? How are you doing? Doing well. We was, were just, we we just going to talk yeah,
2: about it. Yeah, we do. Oh. We were, well, I, My brother was home we get, this uh, weekend, so I was We get to make like, fun of Matt all the show. That's and all
0: that, I want to do right now is just make fun of Matt. alright We're going to get the JPP in a second. Schmangold, that's what he
2: told me to call him. Schmangold. Yeah, Schmangold. Hey, Schmangold.
0: So who is a cooler dude, even from this brief thing? Chris Sims
1: or Matt Sims?
0: I mean, my experience with Matt obviously was fantastic. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> if it taught me anything, Big Phil is the coolest of all. <laughs> See, he knows big Phil. That's that's like you know. of big, big Phil. Phil. Yeah. Big, oh, stories I'm not telling them. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs>
2: big, big Phil was, is one of the cooler guys big out there. Big Phil, yeah, that's his name per se himself. Well, I mean, he had Matt's finger up the crease of his butt craft for a while. So, of course, he's going to favor it. It's more of a
0: split, obviously.
4: It's a split. It's, it's a split. So, we've Wait, actually know. talked yeah, about this. Yeah, it just sp- goes to the front of the butt craft. It don't go
2: all the way into butt Well, craft. Did, you, did you know uh, centers really don't wear cups or anything? So, it's just free-flowing when you're a center and really? quarterback. Yeah, it does. they do not wear a cup. He doesn't want that hindering him. Really? Plus, I mean, if he hits the ball wrong But yet, during these interviews, he's worn a cup. Wow. <laughs> Safety
4: first. Well, he's, next the it? Left, he's faking <laughs> down. Wow. It yeah. He's,
2: yeah, just hanging him down, right? Just hanging him yeah. down. Great. It's great for the quarterback. Great feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Oh. And it smells so good after. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Smells uh, this, to it's me,
1: definitely. when they told us that Nick Mangold and Larry the Cable Guy were coming in, I was like this is beautiful. This is our first one. Right. This is our first video podcast. Oh yeah. With yeah, yeah. whenever big. It's, nice. it's very nice. It's very nice. It's
0: spacious.
4: Yeah. I love what you have done with. That. You're You're like like yeah, yeah. like <laughs> It's very Thanks. nice. It's Thanks. not
0: like Big Phil's
1: couch, but it'll do.
0: It'll do. You know? Yeah, right. You oh.
1: had a you had a little uh, food style question for Mr. Larry the cable guy. Well, Did he? I mean,
2: yeah, I just well I just figured two we got a center, we got Larry the cable guy. I want to hear right. it. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? I want to this hear, morning for well, breakfast? Well, you're wearing a Prilosec hat, so... I, that's <laughs> what they're here for. That's, <laughs> obviously, it wasn't that healthy, huh?
4: I had a... Uh, I had a... Uh, what is it? Uh... A pancake. Okay, there you go. And then I had, uh, what is it with the muffin and the egg and the ham? Oh. Like a bacon and ham egg and cheese? No, but it's something fancy. You yeah, a, a croissant. it? No, oh, what is no. it? What yes. is oh, what? Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. Oh, Thank right. yeah. yeah. you for contributing yes. to the show. I got you. That's what i <laughs> over there. It's the first thing he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. eggs okay. Benedict and egg be a pancake. Egg Benedict no wow. and a pancake. And egg some egg kind me. of froofy drink they threw in there.
0: It was pretty good, though. What did you drink out this morning? A coffee. Just coffee, that's, that's it? it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, come yeah. on. Really? I'll tell we you that. got stuck in the tunnel today.
4: Oh.
2: So yeah. you haven't eaten anything yet. No. No, around,
4: but what he direct. does eat, Watch out. it's Dude. nonstop
0: for three hours. <laughs> I guarantee it. you guys it's been, been going around a lot together? Yeah, we have. So what have you learned about each other? What have you learned about Larry? Larry is very much the politician. He's going to shake hands, kiss babies. He's going to say hi to everybody. Yeah. All right. And, uh, which is great, except when we're on the radio interview, <laughs> And they're like, hey, Larry, Nick, how you doing? I'm like, well, Larry's not here yet. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. shaking everybody's well, head. I'm, never, I'm always Nebraska- late. Right? I know. I'm always
4: late. I'm always doing so. That's right. You worked in Nebraska. I worked in Nebraska. K-E-T-V. K-
2: K-H-A-S. I was in Hastings, Nebraska. Oh, you are in Hastings? Can I just stop? And why, you know, of course, Larry the Cable Guy, Nick Mangle, And why is our the host of the show sweating? Because like, I'm a fat guy. Wait a minute. You're a fat guy really well that's also why i got oh, you here man. today
1: because this <laughs> shot right here makes me feel a little bit better about myself oh, oh yeah nice. but he ain't now fat, I'm a he's back. just big
4: no, he's and yet, next to you you look skinny and in me i'm like the fat guy hey are you kidding you're me you're sexy to me you know they wanted the troops i went down to fort benning they said come down to fort benning and i said this would be awesome i get a perform." they didn't even want me to perform they wanted me to show up just to show the troops what they used to look like before they went to boot
1: camp i got a Talk, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. You are, when I was in Nebraska, yeah. you were at all every game. You're one of the biggest Nebraska fans I've ever heard of or seen. What the and you, you by the it? way, here are the rules. You can curse one time on the podcast. All right. What the f happened <laughs> at the end of that game? You what did you already? do in that Hail Mary? We're all like this. Really? And then we
4: just kind of walked oh, out. I ben mean Ray. it's just here's the thing. How hard is it to just knock a ball down. Knock just down. knock And when you watch the replay.
2: They're all in the back of the end zone. They're just kind of watching. It. I know.
4: And it's like, okay, if you're going to watch it, and look, I'm not, God love him, right. I ain't not b at him. Right. But I mean, you just notice that, because I'm not playing a game. Everybody's easy, Chris. But yeah. if you're not going to go after at least run up. And right. if somebody does catch it, push him
1: out of the end zone, yeah, he was, like boxed them out and everything. It was a good play uh, by the kid, but uh, let me what a something. great start to the Riley campaign.
4: Yeah, well, you know, I felt
1: bad too. Yeah, it's our first home bad. loss, that's not
4: in like 29 years in right. opening. Night. Longest felt, streak. Because I like Riley. He's a, good guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good. He is a good guy. Right. They'll be good, I think, that because BYU is not a bad team. No, right? they're not. Not at all. And no. now they kind of figured out what we got. You know, was a really good game. You know, it was a really
1: good game team. On a, on His Ohio State note. Buckeyes. Please. Yeah, Ohio they're State pretty purpose. good. I mean, you're winning the championship yeah. this year, I think.
0: I hope so. Back to back would be nice. I don't get the
4: coach, though. Didn't, didn't he leave Florida because he says he just had it and he doesn't have his family means more or something, no well, else. Yeah. next thing you know, he's coaching Ohio State. Yeah,
2: well, he's from Ohio, and he—he—they was, was, did a real sports thing on him. He was going crazy, so he had to get away for two years. Yeah, so well, he was—he was really—he really, well, he going really crazy? was. His wife tells the stories about some of the things he was doing. He was—he was, he was uh. on
0: the verge of breaking down, so yeah. he, he needed the break. Well, he wanted the free scouting. Cause yeah. didn't he go to like ESPN and like, he did free scouting for a year and a half. Anyway. And Ohio well, State has always,
2: I think, been at the top of his list. So when that came around, I, was right. just, I think he couldn't
0: pass it couldn't up. Pass it up. Right. What well, do you think,
1: man? Do you think, when you see Cardell, what do you think?
0: Uh, he's ginormous, A. And then uh, B, you know, he seems to get it. And yeah. uh, the fact that he won a national championship being thrown in like he was. Um, Crazy. I, it was an amazing run. And, you know. I, obviously, he's still raw and still has yeah. a lot of stuff that needs to work on, but I think he's got some great talent. I agree. He's got a lot of upside. Yeah. I what just did, hope his head stays on straight. Did
2: you work out with your sister at all this offseason?
0: No, we try not to. No? Yeah. Can
2: she mess with you in the legs department, or can you mess with her in the legs department? You know about his sister, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's
0: the only family you
4: can say, did you work out with your sister? <laughs> <side.">
2: <laughs>
0: I
4: know that. That's the only person <laughs> you can do that
0: to. No, we, um, <laughs> she knows her big brother can always beat her. Uh, is that really? right? Yeah. yeah. Man, I don't know. She's, we'll never find out. But. Her
2: her video of jumping on or acting like she's gonna jump on the box mm, and then mm-hmm. just plopping on it, I think, is absolute gold. Have you yeah. seen that you I to haven't to, seen it. You need to check it out. It. Check it. Acts like she acts like she's gonna jump on this huge box, and you're like, "Wow, is this is this big, really gonna happen? Is this right big girl now? gonna go <laughs> up that high?" And, yeah. And then she kind of just plops on it, and you're like, "Oh, she got you." She, she, played, she played football too. Mm-hmm. She could, man. She did.
0: she did. Yeah, high school football.
1: Incredible. Here's the problem with All girls playing football. All right, let's hear it. I'm gonna tell you right now. If
4: girls play football, it sucks because now we got to hold our farts in the whole game. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't have to. Well, you would you ever have They just be, have to smell your farts, yeah, just like now, you got to smell would their be, farts. It'd be rude. We've if we talked did. about this before.
1: <laughs> Sims has told stories about centers he's worked with, like Wade and stuff right. like that, yeah, where Wade, they would sweat right. so much that he'd have to have them change shorts in training camp. Now, be honest. Have you ever had a moment where you're like, I got one right now, and I'm going to wait until he comes under center? No, that would really? be very unprofessional. <laughs> you're telling me it. that Fitzpatrick has <laughs> come under there, and you're like, man, you went
0: to Harvard. No, this
2: is a very stand-up individual yeah. right now. Really? Here. Yes, he, he is. Old, yes. School. Yes, old yes. school. He's, he is. He's done old done school. That? No. Really? I would you totally know somebody. do that. Oh, I would. Oh, totally uh, yeah. Totally <laughs> I mean, there's been
0: guys that have come through that are just terrible, right? Really? Yeah, one guy, he uh instead of wearing the appropriate undergarments decided to go sans undergarments oh uh, imagine wow imagine that yes i cannot uh, so, no. like so you're that, under I, there and yeah. there's nothing between you except uh, just right. a pair of gym shorts that's like that yeah. kramer
1: Seinfeld <laughs> <Something laughs> belt. between me with that small pair of pants <laughs> that's a little too much and a pair of gabardine but he didn't he didn't tell anybody so <laughs> he, he didn't went follow. outside no so it like
0: came off it was uh, for a walkthrough or something and they came off and goes Wait, are you not wearing anything? He goes, right. no, I'm free ball.
4: Yeah, you usually got to wear some spandex or something. Yeah. Hey, Jim McMahon tells this story. <laughs> I hope he doesn't mind me telling it. Please do, <laughs> do it. <laughs> we golf out there in Tahoe, and he has this story about crapping his pants at the celebrity golf tournament. He's wearing <laughs> white pants. and no one... uh, I'm not <laughs> shocked. And he says he, his kid's on the bag, and he goes, hey, bring me my towel. And he's like, what? Bring me my towel. Why do you want your towel, Dad? Bring me
1: my <laughs>
4: you know, he, he and i guess the the next hole was the water hole so right, he just yeah. trying to get the water hole so he can jump in the water and right, clean, clean up you know? and so he's kind of so he sees the water hole he just starts tearing towards the water he goes i'm just going to run i'm going to jump in that thing yeah. clean myself and the fans out. will never
2: know that yeah. like, yeah.
4: so he's running and what's his name that does the interviews jimmy uh Oh Jimmy, go- Fallon? No, yeah. no, oh Jimmy Salad? No, no. Jimmy Roberts. Okay. okay. Jimmy Roberts, he sees him coming, he's live and he goes, Hey Jim, <laughs> hey Jim McMahon, how you playing today? <laughs> and he's running by and he goes, Pretty good now that <laughs> <shit>, my fans <laughs> <laughs>
1: He goes, they went right to commercial. Uh, that's great. <laughs> See, oh, now this gosh. would be the perfect time for me to transition to Prilosec after <laughs> something like that. We're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't heartburn. That was just a bad <laughs> stuff. That, that was a bad. life burn. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I, I have to touch on it. You've probably been asked seven million times about it. Uh, If you can give me one word to describe this off season with Geno Smith and what happened, just one word and it could be your curse word, how would you describe it? Unfortunate. I mean, it's been like every single... Word. Yeah, It was great.
0: Thank you. Unfortunately,
2: like you losing four pints of water Stop. out of your forehead. I mean, it is it's dripping over here. Is Will you awesome get it for me. No, not Can you, you just zoom up on that no. game? You so say you you're a stand-up dude. Right? The it's what? right here.
1: Get it. It's not as right, nose. Like right it's
2: not showing on that... I know. Whoever did these
0: cameras, I really appreciate it. Well, it's not every day
4: you get big celebrities like this.
0: I know. You guys are pretty big time. I don't know. A Sims, uh, I I mean, he's so not, not Big Phil. <laughs> no, no. Well, obviously, no one's Big Phil. All right, so Except this
1: is, is it. Is it good to focus on the season though, and take that situation and now talk about football, talk about the Browns and all that stuff?
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it definitely is. But you know, we moved on from a while a while ago, and isn't it funny um, that
1: the media doesn't understand that athletes can do that?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. You asked me again. So yeah, Did because you I thought no, no, like so so you didn't move on, but we're going to talk about other people that can Yeah, move no, because right. that that's. Funny awesome. is, I like right, this so guy. Here, I, I
2: don't. I, it's just. It's All right. Confused. See, centers, they're quick. I know. I know. They're a little quicker than most. He's so compared you you to out. cattle
1: before. No. So here's here's the funny that thing about sense. media is media feels obligated to ask certain questions because otherwise they're going to get chided by media that they didn't ask the question. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think they understand one day at a time one play at a time, and how centrally focused professional athletes can be. I really think majority media, they think that that is like a BS answer. But yeah. you guys really have moved it is, on. And,
0: it, you know, I think a lot of times you get into people trying to one-up others. And, yes. you know, like, I'm going to catch this person slipping up, or I'm going to get the scoop because I've got this relationship with them. And, you know, yeah. it, it really is. You, you got to move on because you don't have time to waste. Like, yes. We have a game to play here shortly. Speaking of
1: scoops and speaking of possible waste, look at this. Ladies, thank you so much. Sims, you did not know that this was happening. Well,
2: I got a little idea because Paul Kaplan was telling me something about spicy chili. All right, so what do we have here?
0: This this is his deal. This This is is his deal. Come on. This is Trezo Bacon Chili. Uh, it's a beanless chili, which okay. is the original way that chili should be done. Right. And um, it's my own recipe. I came up with it in the car driving from Jersey to Ohio. And uh, it's unbelievable. I make it any that I get a home-gating experience, right. this, uh, the CBC is coming out. And then I'm how actually, does Prilosec help you with this? Well, let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying yes. to get it in now,
1: Larry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Who's the better spokesman? We are, are teamed up. Are you uh, Lowry, we are teamed up with, <laughs> with, uh, with A Taste of the NFL. Okay. And what we're doing is when the season starts on Thursday now, you can go on uh, youcantbeatzero.com. Okay. And what we're trying to do is uh, not only uh, defeat heartburn, but also to defeat hunger. So we're going to give away a million free meals.
1: That's awesome. So when
4: you go on you can't be zero.com you go on there you register on there you can give to a food bank in your area right on that site. Nice. And then you also get a chance to register for a trip to the Super Bowl. So we're, That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so, so but, yeah. So it's a win-win for
1: everybody. And, uh, How many bowls of his chili have you eaten at this point? I haven't eaten any This is the first yeah, one. He hasn't, even eating. Eating.
2: He hasn't eaten mm. breakfast yet, so he's ready to dive yeah, in. Go ahead, you can dive one. in. Sorry. Is hungry. Hungry. First, I would it? like Chris is Sims to be edible? the official tester the yeah.
1: of the Nick
2: Mangold Chili. Do you? Eater?
1: He is the pickiest eater I've ever met. That's not surprising. He's never eaten <laughs> eggs. He had a bagel for the
2: first time, and now Chris Sims. This smells actually delicious. I do do this, and the fact that it's got bacon and chili, painless chili at that. How and spicy he made is it?
1: it? I'm all right, here so we go. Sims good. with a taste. I can't Sims eat real with spicy spoon food.
2: In. Is it real spicy? They got this thing called Prilosec <laughs> to help you. Well, I know, but it don't help me with my... First thoughts, <laughs> I don't, it's My tongue, it's mild today. My tongue it's really burning has nothing it's to not, do with heartburn. It's burning. not real spicy. Okay. It's mild today. But I like how the Prilosec... Mm. So, you're fighting hunger, so, of course, that's awesome because people need to eat, but then we have Prilosec in case all the people that want to overeat and have way too much to eat, they could take that to calm hey, things down.
1: Hold oh, it. You. Oh, thank you. That's really good.
4: Well,
0: thank you.
1: It is
2: really yeah, good. It is real and good. It's,
1: it's, it's
0: I gotta tell it's not that I thought it was gonna be real spicy, but it can be done. That's the joy of it. it Why are you holding your, your spoon every like that? Is
1: Is that how you eat?
4: Yeah, because I got a tremor in my hand. So if I hold it like this, I shake. My really? Day. So if I hold it like this, it won't shake.
1: You, yeah. I thought I thought say you were saying you're very fancy. No, it looks very uh
4: French. No, no. I gotta do. I gotta you do, it do like that. French cause, Nebraska. Because the only
1: other way I can eat it would be like we lead Nebraska. <laughs> we eat like, Nebraska. All right, I got
0: well, one
4: more.
1: <laughs> I saw uh, you tweeting earlier. You were so thankful Tom Brady was done, dude. This is really yeah. good. we did talk about Thank the gate yeah. and and all mm-hmm. that stuff again today. Where are you with this whole situation? What are your thoughts on everything?
4: I personally could care less yeah. about it. To be honest, I'm sick of hearing about it. Right. You still gotta play football games, you know. He played just as good with them to- Inflated than he did with him deflated. Yeah, right. I can see if you lost by a point in the final second, you got your butt clocked. Right. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, first of all, Tom Brady, I'm sick of. You know, it's almost like here's a guy that went to the man buffet and took everything up there and didn't leave anything <laughs> out. He's you know, got a supermodel wife. He's right. good looking. He's got millions of dollars. He's won four Super Bowls. Right. It's like, Tom, take one item and move down the line. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Leave some up for us. So right. I get sick of hearing about it. It's like, Baseball, you know. Oh, he hit so many home runs. He's been juicing. Yeah You still got to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball, right? Right. You know, you still got to do it.
1: Yeah So I mean, okay, I think I think America agrees with you I think they're tired of the whole situation. They're ready for it to be done I think the season coming at this time is I think most
4: of the country is more worried about uh, the economy and their country than they are if Tom Brady is going to miss four games. Yeah. So I'll that, be honest was, with you. that
1: was the Larry the Cable Guy answer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> <Their country laughs> well, Guys, play. Larry, thank you so much, man. Yeah, really you're appreciate it. Go Big
4: Red,
2: baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hey, my uh, first time standing up. I, I know you got to block yeah. Danny
2: Shelton, who's a big really guy. Really appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Before, as you're walking you out. You're the man. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, could, please. that'd be great. Okay. I'll have one of the if l- you could come in and pat me down, that would be yeah. really good. Who, who's the one nose tackle, D tackle that when you got to play him? I mean, to Sue that guy where you're just like, oh, man, that's, I mean, who's the one guy that's just like, oh, man, okay, here we go this it's week? It's
0: the classic uh, Vince Wolford. Vince uh, Wolford. Still? Being up in New England, oh. we played against each other a million times. No, he's still got it. I mean, don't. Just because he moved on from New England doesn't mean he lost anything. because right. he still got that quickness, and we've had some awesome some, battles, some good battles. Well, being yeah. like
4: I'm in Nebraska, you did stuff in Nebraska. Mm. You're not from Nebraska. No, no, no. 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 After the game in Damakansu, super guy. hmm Yeah, right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Everybody thinks of he's are. such a jerk. Most of them he's are. awesome. Right. Most yeah. of them are awesome. Right. So most Mother Hen right Except now is. Yeah, yeah he's madness. the worst.
1: That is, we got producer Josh <laughs> that needs to kick you out, unfortunately. <laughs> producer Josh, very nice. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming dude. by. Yeah, thanks hey nice for having me. I'm, I'm so going to leave this cool. here with you, you, so that way you yeah, can I nibble on it
0: throughout the day. If I eat any more of this, <laughs> oh, I'm going to sweat more, off, and then Sims get is going to kill me. Good to see you, man. Good Hey, thanks, man.
1: Pleasure to meet you, brother. Yeah,
0: so
4: cool.
2: Awesome. Have a great time.
1: And we'll get you that wreck. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's get it for him. Well, hello. Yes, we've experienced some technical difficulties, and one of them, Stephen Else, is in the building. Oh, look
2: who's here.
1: Wow. Oh, let's go on. This is nice. Yes. Isn't uh, it nice? Mother hand. It would have been really nice if you were here, but you had to go talk to Keith Hernandez hey, and Keith Wal Frazier. Hernandez. Hernandez.
3: Yeah. Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, uh, plugging Just for Men, which, as you can see, I, I clearly could use. Is uh, that it like like for really poor? Gr- it, it is for facial hair, but yeah. Between, yeah, between Prilosec. Right, yeah, we yeah. had Prilosec, right? And just for men, right? Targeting a different, different demographic. We need demographic to get a cut tonight.
1: of all this stuff, a-, a cut of that. Yeah, like of their advertisements. Like we should get Advertis- some, or at least get some Prilosec. What did I uh-huh. say?
3: Uh, no, you said advertisements. I'm just they saying. Can probably use I don't need sec. no, because
1: I got like an iron stomach. So when stuff goes in, I'm usually okay. Are you yeah, really? That's true. So we were gonna try and do the down low with Steven Nelson, and Fendrick tried to do it, and it was. It, it just fell flat. It just was, and the truth thing is, the is, it's not the right. Love you, that, Josh. Unless Steven Nelson's beautiful pipes mm. are bellowing out three beautiful questions. They're mediocre pipes, and I think the most th- <laughs> the, the thing that I'm excited for yeah. is for you to call for a little
3: bit of music. So if you could get this going, DJ Fendrick, spin that. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> we got a few topics to hit on today. So right. The I first one. I took the earpiece out. So is the music playing I well, The don't music know. is playing. It yes. sounds great. You, you taking the, the IFB out was a huge mistake. Yes. But Whoa, it's getting it's really, getting dark as in the here. Jim oh. oh. here in your studio, Sim. Bam, dare I all.
2: say what is going on here? Wow,
3: I'm listening
1: to music now, it's pretty awesome.
3: <laughs> it's great. Welcome well. to
1: the down
3: lowest, even though. All right now shut the f out, both of you. <laughs> Many a trade in the National Football League over the past week. Terrence West going to the Titan. Right. Christine Michael, going to the Cowboys. Yes. Mm, take it down low now. Andy Levitre, go Beads. Going to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Hulk. you went real low there, huh, <laughs> with the Beads, huh? <laughs> I'm going to... My question for you too. if you could trade one player to one team, mm. who would the player be? Right, Where is he going? Yes,
2: right. Go I'll ahead. let you go first. Oh, you will? Thanks so much. Because uh, I'm sure he's got ten... Uh, I want to see Adrian Peterson on the Dallas Cowboys. That would have been my pick, right there. Five running backs in Dallas? Well, yeah, but uh, he's yeah he's the he one. is Adrian Peterson. Yeah, I would love to have seen that go down. That would have been hands down my pick because that offensive line I think is historic. I really think mm. at the end of, at the end of this year, going into next year, they're going to be something special. We're going to talk about for a little while. Oh, the lights are going back on. Uh, Yeah, it
1: was to set the mood for the download. So that that would be
2: mine, without a doubt. Yes, AP Um, and the Cowboys. Who are you trading to the Eagles?
1: So when I first heard the question, my first thought was... When did
2: you first hear the question? You just just heard it right now. Okay,
3: okay.
1: You bum. Uh, (laughs) I want to see the Mariota experiment with Chip Kelly, just to see what would happen. Yeah. Uh, But then I thought, no, I would rather have Kaepernick than Mariota. Mariota, excuse me. Just because I feel like he would be the (laughs) ultimate. And the one that I just thought of... Right. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers on the Jets because with that defense and That's a good one. Aaron Rodgers in New York, Broadway Joe. Right. Nick Mangold. <laughs> I know that Green Nick Mangold, he would have his hands under his butt. <laughs> right. Um I, I know Green Bay is actually a big market for, like, the NFL and national, even though it's a small market. But him in New York City, mm. I just feel like would be crazy. Right. And I just feel like Jets fans – Jets fans kind of remind me of Eagles. A crazier than, than
2: when Brett Favre came to the New York Jets? Yeah, because
1: he was past his prime. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Brett Favre, hey, watch your cell phones. <laughs> stuff's going to get crazy. Take no. it back
3: on the download, Nelson. Dim the lights. Fendrick, hit this second track. Come on, DJ mm. Fendrick. Uh. This isn't the normal second track. Is it not that? It's not, but I like that the lights are too I'll take the lights. Well, Mother Hen has, oh. has new glasses, hey, wait, so there maybe he hit the wrong button. Hey. You got your track, Nelson? There, there it is. is. So it's, dropping it in. Now people who have been listening to the podcast can now see what it's like every week when the song comes up. Oh, yes, right. <clears throat> Sorry, sis. Ricky Fowler just won the Deutsche Bank Championship oh. at TPC Boston. Oh, FedEx Ricky. Cup playoffs right. of the PGA right. Tour. Earlier this year, a poll was released, and on the poll, it was revealed that Ricky Fowler was thought of as the most overrated golfer on tour. Right. Ooh. Since that poll, he's won three times worldwide, so right. we thank the poll That's awesome. after Sunday's victory. Those are nice. Thank you. Wow.
2: Very uh, Boca there. Wow. Did Woody let you wear those? Because Woody told oh. me not to wear white sneakers on the show, and I wanted to wear my all-white LeBrons, and I had to go with my red ones.
3: Simpsons, was your goal to completely
1: derail? Yeah, you just completely ruined that Deutsche Bank question. Go ahead. Just doing it with Deutsche Bank. Bank. Go ahead. You're just a My Deutsche question Bank. for you
3: and Lefko. Right. Your three most overrated things in life. Right. Ooh. An athlete, a food, and an
2: inanimate object.
3: Right. Hmm.
2: I gotta I gotta think about that one. The athlete part right away jumps to me with Peyton Manning. That's hmm. the just right now. I'm not talking about his whole career. I'm just talking about right now for what he is. I mean, the discussion, you guys have heard me talk about this enough, but... 32 out of 32 in the arms well, thirty. Yeah, exactly right. 32 out of 32 in the arms part. Definitely not a top five quarterback. You don't get asked to take $10 million pay cuts if you're a top five quarterback. Uh, but the other ones, you got anything? Well, let me think about the other um, ones. I'm going to go... You said food.
3: Food, right. I'm
2: going to go... Now, a lot of Philadelphia people got upset
1: at me because I picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. They might get more upset. I'm going to say one of the most overrated food is Pat's and Gino's steaks. No. Wow. Yes. Ah. Wow. I am I, going to say that I, I like Tony Luke's better. I like Ishkabibbles better. I like Jim's better. Ishka Bibbles. Hmm. Ishka Bibbles is some serious stuff. <laughs> ah. I think that Pat's and Gino's, everyone flocks there, but I think they're overrated. And as I said before, when you weren't here... I would also put um, what's that brown hazelnut spread?
3: Nutella. Nutella's overrated. You, I predicted you pick avocado. No doubt about it. Avocado, guacamole, anything that includes avocado. Overrated. Over. Yeah, just yeah.
2: the taste-wise.
3: He I, doesn't need it. i, and I He's don't, a I California touch guy. It. Yeah. He I'm from touch Yeah, that's the. Thing. Right. It's just like so it's me like being half eggs. Japanese and I don't like sushi. Right. Like, oh, you don't eggs like sushi. Eggs are overrated. Eggs are over. Well, yeah. I'm, wait, I take. I rescind my fist bump no, for what? that. <laughs> I like eggs. <laughs> I guess
1: I was thinking in terms of overrated. Um, The first thing that came to mind, and no offense to Mangold's running partner, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick and the allure of the Harvard grad. I'm not saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick is bad. I just think he gets the credit of always being the smart quarterback when his interceptions outweigh his touchdowns. I don't think he's the greatest protector of the football. I just have never seen a school follow a player for so long and instantly give him, well, he's a Harvard quarterback. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's a cool dude. I just... What that. And then the inanimate object, I think Facebook is so overrated. I hate going on Facebook. I go on there to see whose birthday it is, and then I typically go, yes. Oh, that's cool. That's their birthday.
2: Email's overrated to me in general. Can we just text? So email's overrated. That's I think Josh Fendrick emails
3: underrated. Email overrated. I'm saying emails from Fendrick specifically. Really? Underrated. They're color coded.
0: Oh they're really? well organized.
3: <laughs> right. Overrated. Exactly. That's not overrated. Ugh. You know what's never overrated? Your music, third track.
2: Kobe Bryant. Overrated. Wow. Yes. How are you going to do that as we put on the next exactly. oh, Transition. Kobe Bryant. Yes, I mean, the, conver- the, the comparisons to him and Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me? Come on. Kobe wasn't even the best player on his own team for three of his championships. I mean, it's it's hilarious. Uh, he was the best on one of those. Uh, with, what, which with one was Shaq. he better than Shaq? The last one. You're crazy. Shaq, that game went around Shaq, and then it said, oh, yeah, throw it out to Kobe every now and then. Uh, you're crazy.
1: You're a Kobe hater. I am. He's a super Kobe hater. Are you ready for the last? Yeah, time? go ahead.
2: I like those white shoes, though. Thank you. Did I she
3: like, let you uh, wear those? No, shoes? she
1: actually I don't think likes them at all, which she is amazing.
3: A, Sarah, our, our
1: stylist, right. does
3: not approve of these shoes. Okay. All right, yeah.
1: moving on. I wanted wow. to wear my white
3: ones. Jen Welter <laughs> made history by becoming the NFL's first female assistant coach. We Ooh, know that. Right. This weekend, she has a chance to be a part of more history. Right. Floyd Mayweather. Trying to become 49-0, tie Rocky Marciano's yeah. unbeaten streak against Andre Berto. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Welter is going to be in his entourage, right. Man- Money Mayweather. Right. Which is totally a PR stunt. Totally. If you guys, my question for you, two, Yes. If you could pick three celebrities or public figures Ooh. to be in your ring entry entourage, right. yes. who would they be?
1: Well, what's interesting is, so look, Floyd has had... Um, the Burger King guy, right. Bieber, Fifty Cent, and now he's going with Burger the...
2: King. Just paid him though, right? Yeah, nah, exactly. That's awesome. I wonder how much they paid. The Jen Welter one
1: was... is obviously about his all of his domestic violence charges, and here is the first woman like coach in the NFL. And it's interesting that she's going and doing it. But mm. I also like the but fact that is it's getting, doing it. That's apparently what's going yeah. on. Yeah, I'm I, shocked I like she's the fact that it. it's getting her more praise. I just hope that people are like, well, that Floyd Mayweather, he made up for it now. But the three people I would go um, I said this before I don't know why I picked Jamie Foxx. He's like my my answer to the vi- the when 50 set fever. When we tried to do this without Nelson and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, okay. Um but I would do Jamie Foxx cuz I think he could he could he could literally I could go in the ring and he could be singing. He's like here comes Adam and then he'd also like do like a Muhammad Ali Impersonation The greatest he, And he'd be like Oh Float like a butterfly Yeah that's That's Muhammad Ali's face Right there uh, I feel like he could do that um, I don't know why I want Jaleel Okafor In mind Because I feel like You need to have an athlete Who's your boy <laughs> And I feel like Jaleel's becoming my guy my brother went up, my brother went up to Penny's a bar. Bryce he's going to be a little jealous. Oh, yeah, my gosh. My, my brother went up to Jaleel Okafor in right. Philadelphia Bar and said, right. hey, I'm Adam love He's like, oh, I love that dude. Right. And I'm set for life. I'm yeah.
2: going to hold on to that quote right there. Yeah. I feel like Jaleel Okafor is becoming my guy. Yeah. I feel like he's like yeah. one of my best <laughs> We're gonna friends. We're going to hold
1: on to that one for a long time. I'm really happy to call him one of my friends. Oh and then I, I
2: would pick Conor McGregor
1: because Ooh. I would want the UFC crossover, and I feel like he's another kind of guy that would just Mean mug people would be yeah, awesome. That's smart. Right. Who's in your entourage? I don't know
2: if I like that last pick. And I'm actually shocked she's doing this. That's what I can't get over. She resp- I'll, While you name yeah. your thing, I'll
3: pull up her response. Her response? Because she responded to the critics. Right.
2: Well, I can't decide whether I want, like... Doing Fendrick's job Like over here. Kanye West to lead me down with just two hot girls on each arm. Mm. Or if I want, like, a hot girl singing the song. And like then, Alana Del Rey. Yes, I love my Alana Del Rey. Uh, and then have her sing. And then have, like, you know two sports heroes of mine, like maybe a Derek Jeter and like, Magic Tro- Johnson? Troy Aikman or a Magic Johnson Ooh. on the other side. That would be a good one, too, because I he, love
1: Magic. If Sims walked in with Magic Johnson, Troy Aikman, and Derek Cheater, I feel like people would be like, this is – like, a, did they just, like, hang out <laughs> with are <laughs> playing cards? Oh, guys, yeah. i got to
2: go for a fight. You want to come out here and watch this thing? Sure, right. I got one.
1: Okay, so we, we did the thing with Mount Rushmore before where we yeah. officially put Felder on because he's been on the podcast a few times right. in Sims. Right, Who would be the Sims and Lefko podcast entourage? Like so big Phil's in the entourage, right? Yeah, right, right. I'm gonna put Felder, you Michael know, Felder in the that. entourage. Michael Vick, hundred percent. Michael Vick is definitely That's in our right. entourage. Yes. And then I would also I'm put I'm calling Johnny up Lamont Damon? Jordan. And I'm
2: saying Lamont, no, Lamont Jordan and John, Johnny Damon. Lamont
1: Jordan Donny, and Johnny Johnny Damon. Are we ever gonna? Can we call Johnny Damon? Can we get they, Johnny they don't Damon here? they even
2: understand these references. They got to listen. If to... you listen
1: to the podcast from right. the very beginning, we were gonna prank call Johnny Damon. Right. Listen, we're and we them haven't done it, it, and we're still
2: we still need to do it. Maybe we'll. We're do gonna that. get
1: Johnny Damon in this chair right here. We might be able to do that. You think so?
2: Yeah. I don't know, baseball season's coming to an end. Wait till next season. Yeah, but Johnny
1: Damon will talk crazy stuff about
2: everything. Yeah, he will. He's a lot of fun, but he'd have to be up here in the area, I would think. He's not gonna fly up here for the Sims and Lefco podcast. He's not gonna be like, man, can I be on that segment with that guy with those white shoes? (laughs) Can I do this? Yeah. 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 It's really cool. All right, really so cool. now now, you're like now You're like mini Randy Moss on the DirecTV commercial. Can you reach
3: it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it because I'm small.
1: Uh, last year, we had the pick segment where Sims and I would go and make picks, and I get accused a lot, not only here at Bleacher Report, but also pretty much everywhere I go, for stealing Sims's insight. Yet I beat him last year. In the pick segment. I felt very good about that. Right, I got like a trophy. What did we
2: do last year? Five games or three games?
1: We would. It depends. What we like to do is whatever the big games are right. of the week. So I think you have five. You're going to break it down. We're eventually going to have a cool-looking graphic know, for this. You guys
3: break it down. I give you the games and ask you for your picks. All right, picks. so where are we starting? We are going with the first
2: game of the season. I'm having a really hard time doing this, just so you know. this It's hard. I know it's tough. I know. I'm it really sorry. is. It's all right. all right. Sims is uh, you're a perfectionist. Gosh damn. Gosh, damn. Yeah, gosh. I don't use the Lord's name anymore.
1: You did curse already,
3: right?
2: I, I have cursed. All right, right. good. All twice. right, so what's the first game? Twice. Yeah, twice. Sorry.
3: Steelers, Patriots. Right. Season opening game. Yes. Picks. Patriots.
2: Patriots. No Martavis, Bryant. I got questions about the Steelers. What's uh, your what's and, your insight? I think, on that, playing. I
1: think that not only are the Patriots going to win, but we're gonna leave this game going, wow. I thought we were all worried about the Patriots secondary, and they actually did a really good job stopping the Steelers. I think that front seven is—I don't think the Steelers are going to be able to get a running game going, and then they're just going to be able to blitz. And I think Steelers—I think Patriots win.
3: All right, let's get this one out of the way. Bears-Packers. <laughs> Nelson is
2: a Bears fan, closer yeah. than you, it's going to people think. I think, but I'm picking the Packers all the way. Yes. Okay. Uh, so until I see when that Bears secondary. In action, okay. I think that's the big question mark. Uh, I think what we're going to leave this game going... Touchdown. Touchdown, maybe. maybe the Bears, did one touch, one score? Yeah, one score. One score is a lot of points in football.
1: Like I think Card- we does, leave this game saying Chicago's two things. Ours. I think we leave this game going, wow, Jay Culler looked pretty good this game. And two... Maybe we should be worried about this Packers secondary, who lost Devon House, Tremon Williams, and is trusting these first and second-year safeties to play multiple positions. But I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. I know it's in it's in Soldier Field. I'm going Packers as well.
3: Ravens, Broncos, the Kubiak Bowl kind of. Big Phil on the call. Big Phil on the call. Yep. let's start with you.
1: I am going Broncos because I think Denver has a great home field advantage, and I think that I don't. I know that there's going to be a battle, and we have talked about this off-camera and stuff, between Gary Kubiak's philosophy and Peyton Manning's philosophy. Right. I don't think in the big game on Sunday night with Big Phil, my main man from CBS, calling the deal. game. He
2: has nothing to do with Sunday night, so get your Sunday facts afternoon. Right. It's
1: night to me. I think that Peyton is going to go, this is my game, and he's going to run the game how he wants to. And I think it's good. Th- I'm going Broncos, right. but I think we're going to see some yelling to the sideline from Peyton. I think big, big baby Peyton's going to get upset. <clears throat>
3: now I'm we got the Ravens. You're picking the Ravens. Yeah, it's good insight
2: by him, though. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
1: God, you're just insufferable right <laughs> God, now. Huh? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not an actor.
2: I'm not. I've not paid to act. I'm not acting. All I'm right. just giving my pick. Shit. Let's go. Left Co's
3: Super Bowl pick. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh gosh, against Big Blue. I got to
2: go with the Cowboys all the way. Offensive line. Without a doubt, Giants got issues. Right, right tackle position. Defensive line issues. No JPP. Safety issues. I got faith in the Giants have a solid year, but the Cowboys are one of the teams I look at. Both sides of the ball go pretty rock solid.
3: Yep, I'm going Cowboys as well. Now we finish up with your Eagles, Lefko. We're this doing is, this
1: every week. This one's easy, too. This
3: is the easiest one of the week, right. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You think together. it's going to be that definitive, Eagles uh, over Falcons?
2: I do think they're, yes, I think they far outmatch the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are a total rebuilding phase. I mean, I just, uh, and I look at the Eagles as going, maybe they're the most impressive team in the preseason, them, or maybe the Dolphins as far as first team goes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with the Eagles. I'm on that Chip Kelly bandwagon hard. Mm. I really am.
1: I wish I was on that Chip Kelly bandwagon hard. Whoa. I, mean, I am. I just. I made the Cowboys pick, and I'm just. I've decided to live with it. Oh yeah. I mean, I still think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl, but I picked the Cowboys. What did What <laughs> did What did Bruce say about that? Um, so, Your oh, dad. this is actually a great thing. So, my dad, we go to an Eagles game. Eagles, Baltimore, and the Eagles look amazing. I mean, they knock them around. They're looking great. Sam Bradford looks smooth. Kenyon. Kenyon Barner, and my dad goes, "You were just." You just picked the Cowboys to ruffle people's feathers, right? Like you don't really think they're going to win, right? And I said, no, I mean I, I think they're good. Like I think they got weapons, and I think Dez. And he goes, he goes, they're old. Jason Witten's old. Tony Romo's old. Blah, blah, blah. And he was, he really thought that I just did it because that's what people I think. The media thinks they do is I'm going to really ruffle up a lot of people's feathers. Right. He thought that I was messing it around, and I told the story of of Quincy in the office looking at me, being like. And you you really picked the Cowboys? Did you tell them we (laughs) waited
2: for the appetizer and the main meal? That's how long a talk took you to think that Yeah, everybody was making the
1: Super Bowl picks, and I spent about 30 minutes thinking about it, and I picked the Cowboys. And um, Again, I think the Eagles are going to win, but I made my pick, and I'm going to sit in that bed and and sleep there. Who's your pick? To win the Super Bowl? Yeah.
3: Dick. I picked the Patriots (laughs) to win the
1: Super Bowl. I picked the Patriots over the
3: Cowboys. Okay. Uh, See... As a Bears fan, I do not want the Packers to win yes. the Super Bowl. But I think they're going to win. Well, but your brain's speaking. Uh, yeah. yeah. me. My mind's
1: telling me no. To win, too? <laughs> to win? Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, gonna, okay. Yeah. Well, Packers well. are winning. Yeah.
1: And who so, was your pick again? Uh, I picked the Ravens. Ravens. Right. So Ravens, Packers. Patriots. We are going to learn a lot, I think, on Thursday night. I am so excited for the season to get going. I want to appreciate Chris Sims here. Oh, thanks for for sucking it up. And doing that segment with Stephen Nelson, it was great to have you here. I'm going to change the world.
3: Great.
2: Tell your
1: assistants assistants and all your great people that we need you next time, okay? I have none of those things. I want to give a shout-out to Larry the Cable Guy for being as cool as I hoped he would be. Nick Mangold for being cooler than I even expected he would be. Nick Mangold for bringing in chili. We just ate chili with Nick Mangold and Larry the Cable
2: Guy. Delicious.
1: Did you ever... That's like a bucket list thing you, yeah, right? yeah, it was a bucket list. <laughs> uh, for Steven Nelson. Shoots, brother. For uh, Chris Sims. Peace out, homies. For uh, Joshua, Mother Hen, Fendrick. Good night, everyone. Uh, I am Adam Lefko. Gosh, look at Fendrick back there. <laughs> he is so growing up so fast before our eyes. Uh-huh. Episode, New glasses. Episode 29 of the podcast is officially done. Episode 30 coming up in a week. We're going to have the first week of games under our belt. Right. We're going to actually get to talk about games, break down. This is going to be the podcast that I think truly breaks down games that no one else is doing. Yep. Um, hit us up on Twitter, at Sims and Subscribe to us on iTunes. And, of course, now, watch us on BleacherReport.com. For these guys, I'm Adam Lefko, Sims and Lefko out.